No, you don't. The thing <laughs> that changed it for me, the, yeah, the thing that changed it for me was more. I want to be around for my kids and engaged life. and engaged. Yeah. Like I don't want to be on the couch. I want to be outside. I don't want them in front of an iPad all the damn right. time. I want to be engaged, and I feel a real um, weight on my shoulder to try to get them outdoors and to get mm-hmm. them into the hunting lifestyle. Not just because of what we do in the family business. Not because of that. Because right. you see the numbers and the decline, and it's really eye-opening. It's like, man, if if I don't do it, who the hell is? So you not only are leading by example, but you want to be in just better condition mentally, physically, just so you want to go do those things. This episode of DOD TV is brought to you by First Form, the foundation of high-performance nutrition. Join the Legion of Boom today. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the Drury Outdoors 100% Wild Podcast, episode number 196. I am Tim Chelsvik. I'm Matt Drury, and we have a couple special guests today. We got Kit Kitson and Jake Arvold from First Form, and this show's title is Your Formula for Hunting Fitness. Yeah, so, you know... The, kind of the backstory here for you, you may have seen us starting to kind of talk about first form over the last year, a little bit more and more. I've probably been talking about it for the last three years or so. And it's kind of the way this relationship has formed. Basically first form is a St. Louis based company. We're based here in St. Louis mm-hmm. and Kyle McClellan, who is on the Drew Outdoors team and obviously an athlete. He was former Cardinal pitcher. Yeah. I wonder how he He is really good friends with Sal Frisella from First Form. And and uh I remember him telling me about it years and years ago. He's like, Man, you I really need to introduce you guys. You know, I think you guys really hit Mm -hmm. it off. And so we started talking and 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 just kind of formed a friendship. And you know, over the span of a couple years, uh, we finally kind of got together and said, you know what, I think that there's uh something that Mm -hmm. our audience can benefit from this relationship, you know, just kind of the education piece of becoming a little more healthy in your lifestyle. H word. Yeah. So (laughs) I mean, you these guys might be workout fiends, but you don't have to necessarily be Mr. Olympia to be, uh, you know, healthier, right? Like there's all kinds of ways to approach it. And, you know, the backstory a little bit more is like when I was 35, you know, I had a couple kids and it's like all of a sudden I'm thinking I'm out of shape. I'm overweight. I'm, you know, does this affect me sitting in a deer blind? Eh, I don't know. Probably not. But does this affect my overall life and and just kind of my productivity and just in general how I feel? Mm -hmm. And so the relationship kind of has progressed and now we're officially partnered up and doing stuff together. And we thought it'd be a good opportunity to bring these guys on because these guys are both diehard hunters, right? Yep. And that's that's a good part of the equation here is like, all right, well, how does it, like before you turn off, like bear with us and listen to this because I think it can affect just about anybody. Everybody's on a health kick. Come January 1st, it seems like, you know, a lot of people are like, man, I got to do something. But by what, you know, February 1st, are you still on it? And it's, it's yeah. not that you want to be on a health kick. You want to just change some habits in your lifestyle mm-hmm. and, and do a little better in general. And it's been like a five-year journey for me to tr- 
to get, and I'm not where I want to be. Still yet. not there yet. But and I don't know that I ever will be. But nope. that's part of it, right? And You're so not there today. Anyways, I thought it'd be cool to have these guys on mm-hmm. BS a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know, have a couple fart sounds on the soundboard. So now you now you're part of it. You're part Welcome. of the team. Yep. Welcome. Some may not be from the soundboard. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> right. Exactly. Uh, so really. so why don't you guys start out like back up a little bit and tell us about your how you got into hunting because I'm always fascinated to hear how people end up in this lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Good. I'll start. Okay. Yeah. HBK. So basically, when I got into it was in my early 20s. Uh, I was dating somebody, and you know, I grew what up. What was his name? Yeah. <laughs> well, that's how this is going to go. No, okay. I, I, I've, I've been told that's a joke. Like you say that and then people laugh. That's what she said. <laughs> but this person's dad was a diehard hunter. I mean, he lived it, breathed it. I did very little of it. Mm-hmm. And I kind of learned from him. And I'm telling you what, I guess in my, in my mid-20s, for the first three or four seasons, I hunted every single day. Mm-hmm. From bow season to the end of gun season, that's a long season, and then bow season again. I hunted every single day for three that's years. Some Terry stuff. <laughs> <laughs> and I would, you know, at the time I was a carpenter, I would go to work, bring my gear with me. I would bust off a two thirty dress, and I would be in the woods every single day. I like it, and you know, it. I just loved it. Mm-hmm. You know, it was my peaceful time. Mm-hmm. It still is. Sure. You know, so that's kind of how I got into the hunting part of it. It was. You know, it wasn't my dad. It wasn't my family. No one in my family hunts. That's kind of a just rare me. Yeah, thing. Yeah, you had like, thing. like yeah. an adult cool, mentor yeah. that, that got you into it. Yep. Mm-hmm. I w- it was uh, Bill Brown is cool. his name. Okay. <laughs> oh, Billy Brown. Billy Brown. <laughs> Double B. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and he and he taught me. And dude, when he was out there shooting and practicing, I was out there shooting and practicing. Nice. That's what we do. Nice. Okay. Jake, how about yeah, you? That's, you know, I actually, a um, little bit different than Kit. I actually, I mean, I started, I feel like I was born in the tree stand with my dad. I ever, mm. I've been going out into the, the woods with him literally from as young as I can ever remember. Wisconsin? Wisconsin. Originally, yep, from up in Wisconsin. Um, if you can't hear it in the accent, yeah. listen a little Throw bit further. Throw another shrimp yeah. on the bar. <laughs> Wisconsin, right? yeah, exactly. Up there in the Northwoods. Um, you know, it's it's been a lifelong tradition for me, my family. Um, you know, it was always a big deal to go to deer camp, you know, growing up, there was mm-hmm. always 12, 14 of us. We had 14, like seven bunk beds in the old, you know, the tin can, right. The hunting lodge up there. And, um, from there, you know, the other cabin we had was Kitty Wampus. So it was like just the overall tradition. Yeah. And, um, you know, that was a big thing with, um, my dad was we'd be, we'd hike out in the woods. I remember being, you know, just like, frigging sleeping bag at the foot of his, you know, his feet wrapped up in that thing. And he'd just be like, Oh, quiet. <laughs> more or less. He just wanted me to be quiet. He'd tell me, he'd, he'd be like, <laughs> shut up. Yeah, exactly. He's like, I remember oh, those buck, days. Buck, I and I'd be quiet. Last yep. week. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. So, um, but really, I mean, I grew up in the tree stand going out with dad. That was my time. Um, you know, some of my dad's and I's memories mm-hmm. are in the tree stand going out West. Um, you know, we've been going out to Colorado ever since I was eight years old. He made me, he made sure that if something ever happened to him in the woods, I'd be able to take care of myself in the woods, be able to find my way out, out, sure. out of the woods. Um, and it's been, I've, I even had, I was going through my, my wife and I, we just moved and, um, I was going through some of my old stuff and, 
down to the point where I had, I grew up on a farm up there with about 418 acres and there was like the back 40. And, um, I had every single deer trail mapped out. I have it in a notebook mapped out. I have every water hole. I have every (laughs) single thing. Like it was a big piece to where I knew I was going to get the buck before dad was. And for some reason, every single year, dad would go through and he'd come back. He's like, I'm sorry, Jake. I'd be like you. So <laughs> he looked at your notebook. He looked at, yeah, exactly. So Some you know, kids keep a diary. His cheat sheet. Um, yeah. So it's been, been That's a really real cool dad stuff right yeah, there. Yeah, Next exactly. He's stuff. like, it's like, you know, the dad who makes you go out for Halloween, get all the candy. And then he makes you part it all out. And say he he's going to give it to the taxation. kids. But yeah, yeah. it's a taxation. <laughs> yep. Exactly. I so. have heard of dads who've done that. Were you a guide out West at some point? I was. Yep. So my family, we, had um, uh, Elk Rock Ranch up in northern Wisconsin, uh, hunting elk hunting preserve up there. And uh, through that, I actually got wound up with Cayuse Outfitters out in Idaho. And um, right out of high school, uh, jumped right into that, got connected up there. They pretty much thought I was going to be like the the water boy or the the stable boy, I guess you could say. Um, had the opportunity to go through, um, actually taken guide a couple individuals because uh, the the head of the establishment out there got a little bit of a knee injury and everything. So it was like my shot time to shine and yeah. get off the bench, yeah, and get, get off the, the bench. It's like, all right, this is my time. And, um, went out, we ended up putting, uh, a three fifty two bull bro. into the record book, Pope and young record book for Idaho. Nice. Um, and it was after that, I didn't miss a single weekend of guiding. So <laughs> yeah, it, was, it was a good experience. New guy. Get yeah. over here. Exactly. <laughs> Go. So, but, um, but yeah, that was, that was a good experience overall. And that's really, you know, even as we get in, I know we're going to talk a little bit more about the fitness side of things, but it's tying in the, you know, being ready for anything life throws at you, whether you're in the deer stand in the Midwest, you're climbing the mountains in Colorado, the fitter you are, the health you are overall mm-hmm. allows you to experience more of those family traditions, right? And actually enjoy them, not yeah. suffer. Yeah, them. not die. Yeah. Right. Yeah. To yeah. Death avoidance yeah. techniques. Yeah. Right. DAT. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, if, if you guys want, you should follow both of these guys on Instagram. It's a, it's a good follow. And, and one of the things the other day you were in the gym mentioning, you know, being ready and, and fit and able to, to go to the next level when you go on those Western hunts, you know, there's, there's definitely a, a, a growing population of people that are, are, doing these Western trips, you know, early Mm -hmm. season Western trips. And you always hear about people getting in elk shape. And of course, Cam Haynes has made it famous and, and, Mm -hmm. you know, talking to Joe Rogan on their podcast. And it's amazing kind of what has spurred into our industry because of the stuff that Cam and and Joe have talked about there. And it's kind of filtered through like a bigger population and being elk shape ready is a little different probably than needing to be like Midwest and whitetail ready. I would think. Yeah. Cause I I was going to say that that's a sword that cuts both ways. Cause I think sometimes, you know, obviously it it helps it inspires people to get in better shape, Mm -hmm. but I think it can have the opposite effect sometimes. And people see a specimen like a Cam Haynes and think I I could never, I could never get to that level. And and ask the question, like, why do I need to be at that level? You know, he he is a, you said he's a specimen. like that's genetic straight beast mode in a good way. and, and it's mentality. He's mm-hmm. got the mentality. He's going to be the, the best. He's going to work mm-hmm. harder than everybody in the room and all that stuff. So your average guy might look at that and be a little intimidated and see like, well, I don't 
do I need to maybe be I can't like, even do am I able to go do that yeah, yeah. but but you're kind of here to say you don't have to be that no. level but you can no. start there's you can always just start right one foot in front of the other yep. one meal at a time one day at a time yep. one workout at a time hell just going on a walk right <laughs> you know Dude, like I've, get moving I've literally this entire I mean we have like our actual transformation challenge going on right now and through this entire process the majority of my workouts that I've done like outside of, you know, compound movements has been just getting up and going for a 45 minute walk. That's yeah. really surprised me because, yeah. because I, I see Andy's on Andy's Instagram, Andy's, Andy Frisella's Instagram. Mm-hmm. He's walking a lot. Mm-hmm. And I just, he said before he doesn't like to run. So yeah, he, if you're right, if you're running, you bet, or if he's running, you better run too. Cause there's something a heck of a lot scarier than he is. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. And that's a, well, and you and I have talked about, cause Tim's a more of a long distance guy, right. And mm-hmm. endurance athlete. And I, I just hate running. I hate doing it. And so like yeah. when I get rolling with cardio, it's amazing what three miles, you know, 45 minute walk will do for you. Mm-hmm. If you're consistent with that. And that's one thing that I've noticed. Like it, you don't have to go kill yourself to make improvements. Right? That's something that normal people can do. Like you can go out, take, you. take your kids, <laughs> take your kids right. for a walk or yeah. go on a walk with your wife in the evening when you get home from work. Now, I will say it feels a little different when the kids are with us <laughs> or even when yeah, that's with like us. Your, it's a little slower. <laughs> it's a lot of pausing. Like if you're, if I'm tracking it on my watch and I was like, all right, pause. I'm like, let's look at this rock. All right, well, let's pick it back up. I get, you know, 50 yards in front of them. I got to pause it again so they could catch up. Yep. Like, yep. you know, so the, the quality of the walk, there is probably something to be said. Well, for that. And I, I think that's, you know, something to go off of that too. The fact that you're actually taking your kids out and doing that because it's just like taking kids out in the woods. Yeah. Right? Like you, they, you know, like attracts like in that side of things to where it's like, if you can actually get kids, cause that's a big piece for me too, just as I get older and my wife and I look at having kids is like, all right, you know, are you leading by example? I want hunting to be a tradition that I'm able to take them out mm-hmm. and enjoy too. But yeah. same thing. I want, I want to be a dad. That's not, you know, you know, saying, Oh, I'll set you up in the stand and, you know, you, you do everything you need to. I want to be one that's like, Hey, pushing them up the mountain. Yeah. Right. I want them to be able to go be there with them. Be, yeah, yeah, exactly. I want to be able to experience that for as long as possible. Yeah. So, yeah, there's, there's a legacy aspect. A hundred percent. Like, like I, I want my kids to enjoy and love the outdoors. I want to be there for as long as I can to help them do that. That's a good mm-hmm. point because it's like, uh, I keep going back to this. Do you have to be in the best shape of your life? Do you have to, to go, go look like me pretty to much? go white to hunting? No, you don't. <laughs> yeah. The thing Why that changed it for me, the, yeah, the thing that changed it for me was more, I want to be around for my kids and engaged life. and engaged. Yeah. Like I don't want to be on the couch. I want to be outside. I don't want them in front of an iPad all the damn right. time. I want to be engaged and I feel a real, um, weight on my shoulder to try to get them outdoors and to get mm-hmm. them into the hunting lifestyle. Not just because of what we do in the family business, not because of that, because right. you see the numbers and the decline and it's really eye opening. It's like, man, if, if I don't do it, who the hell is? So you not only are leading by example, but you want to be in just better condition mentally, physically, just so you want to go do those things. Mm-hmm. I can tell you at 30 years old, I didn't really give to, you know, what's to go outside and be outside and do those things. But at 35 and I start changing my mentality and at 40, I feel better at 40 than I did at 25 or 30 and, and want to be more active. Yeah. I think back to my twenties and how much time I wasted inside yeah, hungover you know, after a, lot a night out, a lot of beer, a lot of beer. you know what <laughs> yeah. I mean? Like just different priorities. I think a lot of people probably 
can relate to that. Mm-hmm. But I just thought like, God damn, I wasted so much time that I could have been doing mm-hmm. something so much more productive. And mm-hmm. I feel more productive when I'm in this mode mm-hmm. and this mentality it's, than I did that mentality. I, I don't know if this has been the case for you guys. My sense of mortality is changing as I age. Like I, I have friends that I graduated with in high school that are no longer here. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And absolutely. Like that's, yeah. that's happening. Especially at my age. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I just thought you had gray hair. I thought you were young. It's a a real thing. And it, and you look at it and it can be as simple as this. Okay. So you have to climb a tree to get in your stand. Is it going to be easier to climb that tree for 10 pounds lighter? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Is it going to be easier to walk that 200 yards to your stand if you're 10 pounds lighter? Absolutely. And it doesn't take that much of a change little things. It doesn't take that much of a change to make those changes, not only for yourself, but dude, if you got kids, I got an 11 year old and I have a newborn. Bum, 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 bum. Yeah, <laughs> quite a gap in there. It's a lot more gray hair. But <laughs> yeah, at my age, I'll be 50 in April. I think of what you just said. It is about the future for me. What I have thought my thought process at 30 compared to now is not even close to the same. No. The things that are important to me now are way different than when I was 30. And the health part, and when I was 30, I was banging. I mean, I was bodybuilding. I was, I mean, I was a monster. That has all changed. I do love the gym part, and that is a big piece of me. Mm -hmm. I mean, I've been in this fitness industry for over 20 years. But my thought process of how to do the work and how to get my kids involved in it. Get smarter about it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Long yeah. I, so it was all changed, but little changes. It doesn't you, take that much. You mentioned something about like climbing a stand. That's one thing that I did notice like in my late 20s, early 30s, you know, it's like, man, yeah, I started really putting on the pounds from 30 to 35 mm-hmm. and a lot, a lot changed there. I got married and the kids and, you know, like just wasn't doing as much and probably eating worse. And, you know, and it got to a point where it's like even just climbing, getting to one point to the next. I was like, God, this should not be this hard. Mm-hmm. Putting socks on, you know, bending over like these things should not be hard. And then it's like, all right, change, you know, pulling the bow back. That was a big one. I started really getting tendonitis and, mm-hmm. and, and, um, just generally speaking, like arthritis in my arms a lot, just from mm-hmm. being at the Scary. desk, the desk job. Yeah. Right. And, and, this has helped with that a lot. Every year I notice the same thing. Even since I started working out every year around Halloween time, when is, is when I stop kind of working out because the, the heart of the season hits and, and I'm just trying to kind of maintain for a couple months to get through the rest of the season. Well, that's when Halloween and candy at the house and like, yeah, candy and then, tax. and then all the treats for the holidays mm-hmm. and it's the sugar intake. Like I end up getting every year, like tendonitis so bad and one the inflammation, both, the inflammation. Yeah. And it's, it takes me getting back into the workout mode or diet, not diet. It's really back to healthier eating habits and kind of purging some of that crap out of my diet. Right. And, and then I start feeling good. Like by the time summer hits, I'm always feeling great. Like I'm like, Oh man, I'm back. I'm back. And then yeah. every year, like I'm starting to get smarter about it. Cause I'm starting to realize what it was. You taking certain things away from your diet. What was it that was making you feel bad? Now I pretty much identified for me. It's like that candy or that sugar or those things and, and getting off of my habits, mm-hmm. it makes a huge difference. And ultimately the, to go full circle, that all, 
always ends up affecting how I feel when I draw my bow mm-hmm. and how long I can hold it and, sure. and, and those types of things. So in a roundabout way, you really are, I mean, that's the point of this podcast. You really are affecting your hunting and you just may not realize it, you know, yeah. the, how well indirect. you can do it, yeah. you know? Yeah. They're in, right. indirect uh, benefits. Yeah. So uh, back when I was fat, Tim, so I was, <laughs> are we going to put a picture up in the podcast? I, if, if I, I'll pull one up. Yeah, <laughs> yes. absolutely. Uh, cause I, I think it's important because people yeah, think yes. like yeah. once you get to a certain weight, there's no going back. It's not true because yeah. I, 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 I've told you guys, I stopped weighing myself when I hit 240 Cause yep. I just figured, well, I'm big. What's the no, difference if back. I'm 270 or 240, whatever. Right. And I'm, I'm like five ten ish. So, uh, I remember going on a Turkey hunting trip and buying a, like a one pound bag of potato chips for lunch. That that was my lunch. And and if if I were to even think about kind of eating healthy, it just shut me down. Like I don't even want to I don't want to drink wheatgrass juice. I don't like that's not my life. I'm not a rabbit. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) exactly. I eat rabbits, I'm not one, you know, that kind of thing. Yep. But that was that was my own misconception. Mm-hmm. Because you don't have, like, you can still no. enjoy food because th- that's the other e- part of the equation here is I think people hear this conversation like, I don't want to mess with eating like a rabbit. Yeah. I want to eat real food. So I, so I don't even want to go down this path, but that's, that's a misconception. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I eat just the, I may have the biggest thing that I probably cut out were like, like eating a lot of bread and, and like pasta. Those are the only two things that, cause I know for me, like that's what really packs it on. But yeah. in general, I pretty much eat what I want still. It's just that portions are different and right. you right. know, the timing of it, it might be different. And the amount of protein that I get in my mm-hmm. diet is different. Like those are the things that have changed the most. And, and well, I like the different kit and yeah. take what you guys are. Yeah. I mean, honestly, like just hearing what you guys have to say, just kind of like, you know, the Midwestern lifestyle, right? Like growing Casey's up on a pizza, farm, man. Dude, butter, gravy, drip, Casey's, fries, yeah. Any, yeah. I mean, Coors Light, it, it all falls into the same categories, but uh, we're in St. Louis. That's Bud Light. Bud. Yeah. Bush yeah. Light. Hey, Bush all right. Um, but, if you, uh, you think about it though, like, you know, growing up, you know, hunting, fishing, all those things. Well, it's that, that pastime to where you're out on the farm. I think about, you know, working on the farm. Mm-hmm. Most of the time when you're out there driving a tractor all day long, you're sipping on Dr. Pepper, different sodas, you're bringing the bag of chips, like never in my time growing up. And even with my dad, like it was never really like protein was never prioritized. Right. When in reality, it's like, it's the godfather of macronutrients really. And, um, I mean, right off the top of my head, right there. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. But, you know, you think about it, (laughs) um, it, but you don't, when, when you're younger and in that life, it was always growing up with, you know, I got two younger brothers, you show up, you just come in, grab food and you're right back out the door. Right. It was peanut butter and jelly sandwiches, whatnot. So you never really had an idea of what you were actually taking in. And that's being aware what you're eating is really the most important thing, yeah. right? And just making it simple. It doesn't have to be the wheatgrass. It doesn't have to be the, cl- like all everyone growing up, it was always like the cleanses and all this stuff. Yeah. And I still like sauce, all these fad things when it's like, it really comes down to like, let's just focus on the basics and make simple little changes that literally, I mean, can literally change someone's life and save someone's life. That's the one thing about you guys' app that's helped me the most. The, the premium version of the app, you really can dive into your macros. I couldn't, I couldn't have three years ago, even begin to 
understand what macros were, how you count them, what you do with them. Like mm-hmm. didn't care to, it just seemed like too complicated to me. Yeah. And that really made it a lot easier for me to mm-hmm. see, ah, like I, something that I thought I was, get, that was helping me was hurting me, you know, whatever the food may be. It, it's really changed my <laughs> mentality on it. And so now I, you know, like even I, I'm sure Randa hates this, but I'm like, <laughs> that's not good for you. Oh, yeah, <laughs> I'm sure she does. Yeah. Like, I'm like, Ooh, that's got, a high in carbs. <laughs> I gotta say it screwed me up last week on the show when you're like, Oh, I wonder if there's something you can use to track what kind of food you're, I was like, are you talking exactly about the, my transformation? Yeah. Path? But that's, that's what it was. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, well, yeah. I was deep. Teasing, deep big, teasing big time for this episode. So people yeah. that are listening are now coming full circle because yeah. because yeah. I've been using the app. I'm doing the my transformation mm-hmm. challenge. I've dropped a few pounds, and it's not be, you know I'm just trying to get a little more trim, a little more discipline. Because over time, like I find I drift a little bit. It's nice to have some accountability mm-hmm. and really watch like to see where like I I have way more fat in my diet than I really need, and so <laughs> it with yeah, that's yeah. been eye opening. Yeah, that's yeah, it's like yeah. crazy. Yeah. The fat side counts. Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Like, it's easy to take. In. Peanut butter yeah, and cashews easy. and oh, stuff yeah. that I was like, you know, just a handful here, a handful there, whatever. It's like, man, that really the realized that I, that trail mix bag was not like one serving, dude, right? Yeah. It's like, yeah, I used to make a meal out of it. Like, exactly, like, yeah. like a fourth of a cup is actual exactly. serving, and that ain't nothing. <laughs> makes me not want to buy yeah. it because I'm gonna yeah. eat the whole thing. Uh, yeah. like, this yep. is nothing. Yep. <laughs> Yeah. Well, there's a lot. So, so one thing that I did want to also cover, you know, I wanted to keep it fairly short and cause I'm sure there's a big part of our audience that this may not interest, but they're I'm not sure, listening now anyway. So yeah, good point. <laughs> That's a good point. But I did want to talk about like a couple, one of the first things I started working with, like working out here locally with mm-hmm. a trainer, we all know Logan Thompson. That's how you and I Kit got kind of connected through Logan. Right. And, um, he's a hunter, he's a hardcore hunter. And one of the workouts that we were working on right out of the gate, were things that helped me draw more weight or hold my draw longer. Like maybe give us a couple just straight, like easy exercise, functional things that someone can do, even maybe at home type stuff Mm -hmm. that would help you, you know, try to start down the path of, of, of being a little bit better in shape. I always go back to this workout and, 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 it's very simple. It's kind of crossfitish, but you don't need anything to do this workout. 100, 200, 300. I do that like four times a week. I'm serious. And you That's don't an have one. to actually start at 100, 200, 300 if you don't want to. Mm-hmm. Start out with 25, 50, 75, yeah. whatever the number is. And and I, it's supposed to be pull-ups, push-ups, air squats. A lot of times people are not going to have the ability to do that uh, pull-up part. Right. Yep. So do uh, sit-ups, sit-ups push-ups, yeah. push-ups mm-hmm. and air squats. Yep. It's simple. If you build up to 100, 200, 300, it will, might take three, four weeks. It's simple. You can do it at home. And it works. So, yeah. So the 30 for the kids challenge. So back to Kyle McClellan, uh, brace for impact, his foundation that he, that he, um, has founded. And so one of the things that they do with first form in conjunction with first form is a 30 for the kids, 30 days where you're working out. Usually it's two, two months in a year, Mm -hmm. you guys, two different times a year, you guys do a 30 for the kids challenge. And that's where I first that was one of the workouts you could pick up. There was like four or five different workouts you could pick from. And when it's raining outside or I can't go do the run or the walker, that's the one I always gravitated towards. Mm -hmm. And the first time I saw him, like, there's no freaking way, man, hundred, (laughs) hundred pushups, 200 sit-ups, 300 air squats and air squats are the killer. Because mm-hmm. they will sneak up on you. They yeah. sneak up on you. So, because you, you know, I just broke it into five rounds. I do, you know, right. 
the yeah. five rounds and get through the, the numbers. But now it's like, anytime I feel like doing an at-home workout, that's my go-to because yeah. it's so easy. I got, I pounded out in like 20, 25 minutes. Yeah. Now it's really not that right. hard once you're accustomed to doing it. I think a couple of weeks ago, it was just crappy outside. I did, I think four or five of those through the week because mm -hmm. I couldn't get into the, to the gym with Logan. So it's like, man, I still want to continue my progress and doing something. And it's amazing just push-ups alone, just a hundred push-ups a day mm -hmm. alone. That's something Logan taught me. Like it's amazing what that does for your body, right. you know, start wide for, for, you know, do even sets, but wide and then shoulder length. And then that diamond, mm -hmm. you know, right yeah. below you, it's yeah. amazing. The different parts of, you know, your upper body you're working or your shoulder, your back, your chest. Oh, Let's great. do it right here yeah. on this table. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Take, Take it, it off. off man. But that's a super, that's a super easy thing and you don't need anything. Well, you don't no, need a gym exactly. membership. You don't need anything. And that, that's, it gets overlooked so many times, you know, and that's, and I'm a big proponent just within like the compound movements. I know you saw that on my story and everything yesterday, but it's really, when you look at it as like, like what's going to help you with like longevity of life, right? Your shoulder health. You see individuals have, you know, shoulder surgeries, back, you know, back shoulder, uh, knee Me. surgeries, all these things that the joints start going out. So it's like doing something like 100, 200, 300, you're having a multifaceted joints, like moving and you're keeping them healthy. You're helping with connective tissue. Yeah. And honestly, like if you can do that, you're going to be able to get in the tree stand a lot more. Heck so. yeah. All right. We got some shout outs. Let's we do need it. to get to. We got uh, Chris McComer from YouTube. He says, Great show, guys. LOL. Look forward to it every Wednesday. Kind of. LOL. LOL is street talk for laugh out loud. Thank you, Tim. I'm mm -hmm. thinking, why is he LOLing so much? What was the what was the podcast he listened to? I, <laughs> we must have had a lot of sound uh, soundboard in that podcast. This this was uh, I think in regards to the Rage Chinese knockoffs podcast. Gotcha. All right. Yeah. So the next one. Sheldon Horse, Deercast uh, guy. He said, great podcast, like always. Thanks for the info. Always buy my rage from Cabela's. It's probably a good... We, we had an episode where the, one of the main guys from Faradine, who owns uh, Rage and a bunch of other products, mm -hmm. came on and talked about Chinese knockoffs. And how I wonder, do you guys deal with... I'm sure there's a bunch of crap protein or you know supplements out there in your industry as well because it, it isn't necessarily fda not everybody's like fda um conscious about that stuff well the fda actually does not regulate the supplement industry at all yeah um so what that actually means is a maker can actually make a product and the label doesn't have to match what's in the product it's crazy okay right yeah so what all of our products are made in a schedule three FDA inspected facility. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean that they are okayed or anything by the mm -hmm. FDA because the FDA doesn't govern supplements. But what that does mean is everything is tested as a whole unit. And then it is tested again after the product is put together hmm. and it has to match what is on the label. Yeah. Yep. So you know what you're purchasing. Yeah. Exactly. You know, it would be just like the Chinese knockoff. Yeah. It might say rage with two G's. Yeah. But it's not the same thing. Yeah. The reggae. Right. You know, oh, yeah. The rager. So, yeah. That, and, you know, that's a, that's a, a difference that our company has always uh, stood by. Yeah. You know, and it's something that we do different than 99.9% of the supplement mm -hmm. makers in the country. So for anybody that may not be familiar with what first form is or who they are, like that's one thing you ought to dive into. I would I would put you out there with some of the class 
companies that we deal with. So like in your industry, in our industry, a Liverpool classy organization, you know, that does yeah. everything the right way. Tier one. Yep. Tier one. Yep. Exactly. Tier one. Yeah. Bruce's comment. We had Bruce Pettit from Liverpool on a couple weeks ago. Uh, Moss Yoke, you know, the Bass Pros, the, these are quality companies that have built a really good name for themselves. And First Forms kind of got that following over in your, your industry. Um, what would be, you know, before we head out, like what would be one thing product wise that somebody could get into and say, this could help me in, in many ways. Like I don't have to be a workout person or what could help me improve my life. Everything starts with multivitamin with me, mm-hmm. you know? So there is, it's impossible for you to take in the nutrients, the micronutrients or macronutrients even in a day from the food you eat. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter how good you eat, you know, even if you try to do it perfect, you're going to be missing some of those things. Yep. Uh, Microfactor, which is, uh, you know, our, our vitamin pack, it has all the tools that can help with that. Yep. Um, I always start every person with that. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of the smartest things. You know, you don't have to have supplements. You don't have to use anything that we make. If you can eat perfect, the problem is it's impossible to do that. So that's when our supplements help people. It's, it's like uh, analogics so, for the deer yeah, herd, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, it's like 100%. it's you're supplementing things that you can't otherwise get, right? Yeah, so right. I always start people with that microfactor daily nutrient uh, macronutrient pack. Take mm-hmm. it every day. Yep. Yep. And I mean, you makes your pee yellow. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, and that and I mean, does. just kind of going no, off I, of that, like you know, the microfactor. Um, it is. I mean, you having that total comprehensive daily nutrient packet there, it's super easy, convenient. I mean, I keep one in my dot bag when I'm traveling, you know, mm-hmm. you can go out to dinner. Um, but then even outside of the the microfactor, like a big thing for me is definitely looking at like the OptiGreens, right? You know, I think that's where, you know, especially a lot of guys think like all that frou-frou stuff is for, you know, the girls kind of thing. Um, the greens or the, you know, the teas and different things. But really when you look at like OptiGreens itself is it is comprised of choice, like just fruits and veggies ingredients within there. But then you're looking at the probiotics and the uh, digestive enzymes. You know, when you look at the Midwest lifestyle, the foods we eat. So whether you're getting into the healthier lifestyle or you're already in an advocate, like those greens are going to really help your body utilize and partition those macronutrients you eat to mm-hmm. the best of their ability, function better. It's funny, like a decade or so ago, Tommy, Jim Tommy, you know, we'd always be over at his lodge hunting and okay, so this is an athlete that's at the top of his game at the time. Mm-hmm. And he was always like trying to get dad or I to drink the, the, the dude, greens. Yep, it was greens, yep. you know, a decade ago, like no, you know, try it. Like no way, dude, mm-hmm. not doing it. But it's something that you see so much more all over the, you know, yeah. in a lot of different ways, you see it all, all over the place now. And it's just, I think being becoming a little more accepted, like, Hey, you're not getting these things. It's going to help your overall gut health. Right. It, which again, goes back to, a lot of things that can ha- happen for ha- for not having good gut health. Right. So cancer wise, like that's something that guys really need to be worried about mm-hmm. too. So yeah. there's yeah. a lot of benefits out of it. Yeah. Uh, the taste, I like to mix it with the reds, greens, reds, and the the EA, EAs, the lemon drop. Yep, EAs. Lemon drop. That was yep. your yeah. That's <laughs> a good. That's dude, a combo. Dude, that's I, a combo. Every morning, like that's what I drink instead of coffee or anything like yep. that. That's about 18 ounces of water. That boom with yep. the microfactor pills, and I'm done. Yep. Plus yep. the full mega. 
those. Right. right. So yeah. anyways, yeah, there's a, there's a, you could geek out on like anything in life, you know, whether it was hunting, whether it was your bow set up, whether it was your arrows or, you know, like I remember a conversation we had with Greg Glessner on the fletching and different yeah. arrow sizes yeah. and all this stuff. You can geek out with anything and go down to like the nth degree. RC helicopters. There you go. Yeah. Tim. Yep. <laughs> Favorite of yours. So it's just a matter of all that stuff kind of seems really intimidating for me, just like deer cast. Here's a, a very easy correlation for yep. those of you that were a little intimidated by, I, don't, I just don't know. I go hunting, but I don't ever see anything. Mm-hmm. What am I doing wrong? And deer cast kind of helps you understand the education side of it. That's what their first format really d- did for me. It helped me. And there's videos, there's tutorials, there's so much stuff it's in there. Education, it yeah. is very educational, but broke down to the dummy, you know, the dummy and me kind of <laughs> mentality yeah. that you could figure it out. Yeah. hundred percent. Right. So, and the, the other thing is, is having a connection with someone who can help you. Like, yes. Like ha- having a real person that has walked your path. Made and, a difference. You know, yeah. All that for sure. So, so I could plug my Facebook group. <laughs> But, but you're not. <laughs> Was that but a if, subtle if, plug? If, if folks do want like someone to kind of, I've got a little Facebook group going. But I am. Okay. <laughs> I was like, it's coming. Because <laughs> I, I know when I, I started, when I started, like I didn't know, and I did so many things wrong and I would have killed to have someone to mm-hmm. kind of help me level out the learning curve there. So I'll link it up in the show. You got to look at it like this and, then, and I'll just stop, end with this. These are tools. Mm-hmm. All of the things that we make are tools for you to use if you need them. You may, you may not. But just like a bow, there's different tools on that thing that some people need, a sight, a quiver, or whatever. Supplements are just like that. These are all tools mm-hmm. to fill holes in the things that you don't take in mm-hmm. to make yourself better. Yep, That's what it is. Yep. Damn. And you don't really have to be a workout person for those, like those foundational health things. Lifestyle. Those two that, products, That's, why, that's why we looked at them is like yep. they're foundational so. overall. Yep. Well, yep. appreciate you guys coming in, man. It yeah, was uh, fun. fun. And Thanks look, for having us. Yeah, look forward to <laughs> seeing what we can cook up this next year. Hopefully Tim got you out in the woods this past oh, yeah. year. So yeah, yep, definitely. more of that. Be good. Yeah, yeah. we'll try to kill a turkey this spring. Hey, I'm down. <laughs> That's for sure. Any, any way we can get out. <laughs> awesome. All right. Well, thanks everyone for watching. Uh, next week, we'll have our wildlife word in case people are missing it in our I'm question sure of the day. Because I'm sure <laughs> they're hanging on to the very end to see if it was going to happen. Yeah. So thanks All for right. watching, everyone. Till next time. Peace out. Yes. Thanks. DeerCast is giving you the chance to hunt with Mark and Terry Drury. Head over to DeerCast.com to enter.